I'm going to give Christy just a, a 30 second break right here. Um, Christy and Kami, and, and they've been around the world this last week, I think, and uh, have done a lot of presenting, a lot of sharing their vision for what God is doing, a lot of talking about their team back in Romania, who is, they're, they're carrying the ball right now back in Romania, aren't they? They had Easter without Pastor Christy there this week, so this last week, so we were fortunate to have you and your family here. A little later, we're going to pray a prayer of commissioning for them as well. Um, but in the meantime, God has given Pastor Christy a word for us today, and we are anxious to hear that from you, Christy. Let me pray before you begin. Jesus, we, uh, we are again are grateful for this family being here today, this week with us. You have, you have blessed us beyond measure, beyond words, to have this, this kind of time together. And now, Lord Jesus, as, as you have so faithfully anointed Christy for the preaching of your word, we pray that you would do us the same this morning, that your hand would be upon him, that your word would be in his heart and on his, on, on his mouth, in his mouth, and Lord Jesus, that it would find a, find a place to take root in our hearts this morning. Have your way with us, Lord Jesus. Use Pastor Christie to speak your word, your message to us today. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you. I'm nervous a little bit, but in many ways, I feel like home, and we feel so loved this week. Again and again, we, we know more and more faces, more and more people, and we feel so blessed to be here. Thank you so much, again, for making this trip possible for us. It's still a dream. <laughs> We'll wake up in a week or so, <laughs> but we'll have good memories. So I want to share with you this morning some thoughts about our fears, our daily fears. And um, we'll look into the Bible for that, because fear is a big word these days, and so many of us, including me, are challenged or even more um, threatened by it. I hope and I pray that God will show us more of His love today and helping us to uh, helping us um, deal with fears in our lives. So I will start with two verses or three. It's Genesis chapter three, verse one. It says, now the serpent was more crafty than any other beasts on the field that the Lord had, God has ma had made. He said to the woman, did God actually say you shall not eat of any tree in the garden? That's the fir first verse. I understand from this verse that fear came into our world 
through the front door. Satan approaches, approached Adam and Eve with no shame right in front. It says he was more crafty than any other beast on the field. He knew how to do that. Because he was fearing God, he was ready to take Adam and Eve on his team. And when Satan said, did actually God say that? Satan was afraid of God Almighty, creator of the universe. So now he realized he needs fearful people in his team. And fear is one good way to control somebody in a relationship. But there is a better way, a much better way to build a relationship. And that way is the way of love. So right, after, right away after Adam and Eve have sinned, God said, I love you because of that, I will take you out of the garden. And in verse 9 and 10 says, But the Lord, called, the Lord God called the man and said to him, Where are you? And he said, I heard the sound of you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. God loved Adam and Eve, and because of that, he took them out of the garden. I hope today we can accept that when he is taking us out of our garden, we will feel his love and will rejoice in him, living in his freedom of love. When he is taking us out of our garden, we are fearful because we don't know what's next. But that's for our good. And in spite of what we see and think and feel, so many times he's taking us out of there and he's showing us a better way. Because the word of God, not the word of Satan, is saying this. There is no fear in love. But perfect love casts out fear. Because fear hath punishment, and he that feareth is not made perfect in love. So God is saying to me so many times, are you afraid, Christy? Yes, Lord, I am afraid. Then get out of your garden. Right now, you need to be out of it. And don't listen to the liar anymore. And he will take us out of our garden. And that can be our curiosity of knowing God or our comfort or whatever is that. He's taking us out of that and not letting us hear the lies of Satan again and again. And Psalm 23 is so simple, so powerful. And it says, Lord is my shepherd. 
I shall not want. And if I am through going through fears, or even through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll trust in you because you are setting up a table for me. One day I am in the car, somebody's driving for me, going to Bucharest, because Marcus, our son, is between death and life. This was five years ago or so. In the middle of the night, I'm, somebody's driving and I'm rolling down the window and I scream and I say, why God? Why are you doing this to me? But then, when I came to the hospital, she, she was in coma for three days. He was in coma. And God took me out of what I thought it's the most precious gift ever, my son. And he said, now you need to overcome the fears. One of the biggest fears of coming was to lose one of our child. So he said to us, you need to overcome this. And in order for that, I'll take you out of what you think it's good, it's comfortable, it's pleasant, and I will show you a way, a much better way of walking with me. So we had to depend on God. After three days, he woke up, and the first thing that he told us, he said, Mom, I was walking with angels. We couldn't believe him for a while, but he was so confident. While he was in coma, he was moving his lips and saying the words of a song, I'm not afraid, he's with me. I'm not afraid, he's with me. So we have to see that body, the lips, his testimony of walking with angels, and really being outside of our garden, our family, our way of doing things, our way of loving our kids, our children. Now we understand that the love of God and his way of loving us, it's much more precious than our, and much more bigger than our fears. But we have to go through the fear. So I will, I will describe um, the two ways of living on earth until Jesus comes. One way is living in fear. And when I live in fear, my focus is me and my needs. It's interesting. I haven't thought of that. But then when I started to realizing more and more was that focusing on me and my needs, I'm feeding my fears because I'm not strong enough 
and I don't have enough to make sure I live in in uh, to make sure I'm I'm okay. I'm I'm feeling good, and I I trust myself. I trust God. When I'm focusing on me and my needs, Satan is saying to me, "You will die for sure. You will lose for sure. You will go through this for sure." And then I I am uh, leaded by my fears. The other way of living, living in the freedom of love, living in the love of God, my focus is knowing God. I love you, God, and I want to know you, God. Hosea 6.3 says, Let us know, let us press on, the, on to know the Lord. His going out is sure as the down. He will come to us as the showers as the spring rains that water the earth. In our fears, we are longing to know God, to know who He he is, what He wants from us. And then we are disconnected from or far from what we need and who we are. Then our motive if I'm living in fear, is I need to be loved and secure. It's a good motive. It's, it's me. I need to be loved. Nobody's calling me. I need to receive some phone calls during the week. I need this and that, and I need, and it's all natural, normal from a, way, a point of view. Living in the freedom of love means that I have the greatest need in my life, and that need is to love the one who loved me first. So my motive is living in the freedom of love, loving God, and having His approval. What I'm doing, I'm doing because I have His approval. And Psalm 40, verse 1 says, I waited patiently, patiently for the Lord. He inclined to me and heard my cry. My motive in life is loving God. That's why I do what I do. I love God. And if I, when I have His approval, because I love Him and I know He wants the best from me, then I'll go. How am I doing this? Living in fear? Okay. I'm lost a little. Okay, (laughs) so how am I doing this? 
I need to have my needs met. And I'm learning God's will and doing his will. Romans 8, 28. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. For those who are called according to his purpose. God's picture is much bigger than we can see. We may not see the good in our situation at the time, but we can trust God has a hidden smile behind the dark cloud. My friend, one of my friends had an eye surgery, and the doctors were trying to fix something on his left eye. And before the surgery, he signed the paper, and he, was, he added down, I will submit to all that my God will wants from me. After the surgery, the, the machine was broken, and his eye was destroyed. He cannot see with his left eye. And I asked him, are you going to put them in court for that? And the doctor were shocked because he said, I wrote here what I have to do, what's next for this. I know God is having a bigger plan for me. So, he cannot see with one eye, but he can follow God. He can, he can not see a lot here, but he can see through the eyes of faith a much bigger picture of God's plan. The pattern, pa pattern pathway is persevering in the face of opposition and difficulty. Psalm 56, verse, verses 3 and 4. When I'm afraid, I put my trust in you. In God, whose word I praise, I got, in God I trust. I shall not be afraid. What can flesh do to me? In spite of problems, fears that are coming to me, I trust in him. I, maybe I don't see a lot through this, but in spite of that, I'm trusting him. And then the results. I love God, and I encouraged people. I encouraged myself. Philippians 4.8, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. God gave us a spirit of love and power. 2 Timothy 1, 7. God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. When I thought of that, 
I asked myself and I asked God, why am I having fears then? And as I said earlier, fear came into this world through the front door and tried to destroy the house. But love builded a new house. The house of love, the church, through Christ. God put the foundation and he knew we, will, we need Jesus as a cornerstone. When Jesus said to Peter and to so many of us, I will build my church and in love I will build you all and I will build your fear, Peter. This is the word that I'm hearing every day, even when I'm afraid. But in our daily life, and I, I look at myself and I see that I'm still afraid. So, I don't have a spirit of fear from God, but I'm still afraid. Which sometimes doesn't match. How can that be? How can I not be afraid and this is not from God and have the spirit of power and love and self-control? I understood this, that I am stamped with love, not with fear. I have the imprenta, imprenta of faith in my life, designed by love. And God is promising me, you will walk by faith because I love you through the fears in your life. That gave me peace because I can find my refuge in love and there is no fear in that love. Every time I, I'm not in that love or I'm not surrounded by what God, the perfect love that casts the fear, I can be afraid and God is ready to help me, saying, okay, you need to come back to me. You need to come back and see and feel and experience my love. So I'm stamped with love, but there are times of fear in my life, and that's not wrong. That's our reality here until we'll see Jesus. But I see myself, I see more and more people living in anxiety and fear and depression. And I said to myself, you are out of the garden right now. And God is carrying you and is showing you a new way of love. He is building you 
building your faith. And he is showing you the way he designed your life and the way your family should look like, the way your church should look like, even if you are afraid. So, every time I'm afraid, I try to imagine this. Every time I'm afraid, I try to imagine that I'm, I need to stand up on something and look at my fears and I say, when I'm afraid, I will trust in you. Overcoming our fears is not magic. Overcoming our fears is resting in love and finding the love of God. And when we are up, or we can see from above, we can see like Jesus. We can see from his point of view that the fear here is temporarily. At the end of our time, we will see Jesus and we will be with him forever. And I'm very thankful to share this uh, today. Um, and I know God is having a better way for us, especially for this generation that is living in fears and anxiety and depression. We need a deliverance from God. We need something new. We need to understand and taste that love. We need help. And many times this help is coming uh, through a hard way. difficulties. We cannot learn this somewhere else, but it, we, can, we, we are learning this sometimes in the valley of the shadow of death, sometimes in our fears late night, sometimes in our fears at work or in any other situations. We have to find his love and we have to, to uh, find our comfort in him, which is not easy. For me and my family, it's always a challenge. But after we conquer or after we pass the situation, we can look back and see this is God and he loved us. And that's the way he, he wanted us to experience this, to go through and to uh, finally to find the logic in it. And even if we don't find it, that... It's okay. He's, he's in control. So, I wanted to encourage you that there is no fear in love. Although my, my English was not that fluent. <laughs> but there's no fear in love. So, perfect love casts out fear. May God bless you. And... Um, I think we can pray for each other because young generation and teenagers and young adults, I think almost everybody are going through fears these times of life. And um, God is aware of that.
Thank you very much. God bless you.